0: And hey, y'all, I'm Leslie and I'm Laurie and welcome to Sumo
1: Kaboom, Sumo
0: Kaboom! where we
1: talk about all things
0: sumo. That's
1: right. First, let's talk about bingo. We've got 180 people playing bingo. Yeah. And uh, it's a little tougher this time (laughs) because there's so many people out and not doing sumo. I looked at my card today. First of all, it's strange that here we are on day 10 and there's only two people with a kachikoshi. That's right. But I looked at my card and I only have one of those people on my card. And there's absolutely no way for me to get bingo (laughs) looking at all the people that are out. I think
0: there's quite a few people because other people have been like, hey, can you do a makikoshi card? And at this point, if we literally don't have a winner, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll see who's got the first makikoshi. Who's
1: who's got a bingo with people that didn't show up. That would be fun, too. (laughs) That would be. And probably pretty easy at this point. A ghost bingo. That's a
0: good idea. ghost (laughs) bingo. Well, we'll keep you updated on that on our social media because we want a winner. We want to be able to send it out. This precious jar of jam, but right now it's a real who? Who
1: knows who's <laughs> gonna <a> real question <laughs> get the next kachikoshi. koshi? Okay, today we're covering days four through ten of the January basho, and I know it's a crime to talk about so much good sumo by highlighting only just a few bouts, but there's no way around it. So no, I mean let's... unless you want to listen to a four-hour podcast. No, which... I don't want to talk that much. So let's. <laughs> I've jump... gotta eat lunch. Let's like no jump Into day four.
0: All right, day four. Day four was fun and weird. I'm just going to say this whole basha was just full on weird, but hey, it's a surprise. There's all kinds of interesting things going on. I'd like to start with Akiseyama and Midori Fuji on day four. And I I like this because this was the newbie versus the back in Makauchi. So kind of newbie again he, after he was out for a while. So um, I like this match. I actually didn't like it. I love this match because this is Akiseyama's swan song and my... In my, when I was watching it, he's just patient and he wears the little man out, obviously. And Midori Fuji is half his size and kind of exhausts himself, trying to, like, in vain, trying to lift up this very big man. And they spend a lot of this match basically hugging chest to chest. Akisiyama has this really deep grip on Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji has a grip, but it's just not as good as Akiseyama's. And um, at the end of it, he forces out and completely worn out Midori Fuji over the edge. And it, what I like about him, and it does match his physique, is that he just kind of waits it out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were behind him in the grocery store, you'd be like, hey, can I get around you? Like, you're just dawdling a little too slow. He's not a fast mover, but there's power in in how slow he moves. Uh-huh. It's like molasses, like I said last week. And he has very, very powerful thrusts. Uh, and, and he showed that in this bout up top by just kind of pummeling Midori Fuji. And then he just waits it out. Despite his lumbering look, he wears him out and finishes him mm-hmm. off. Uh, let's talk about Tokushori versus Kageyaki. This was three moves, and if you blinked, you missed it. <laughs> Kageyaki met a wall of flesh at the tachi eye. Tokushori lifts him up and slaps him down right away. Maybe two moves, actually. It was kind of really, honestly, something you could have missed really quick. Tokushori looked tight, though.
1: All the days... <laughs> What? Uh, that's just not an adjective I would normally put with Tokushoryu. Well, you know what I mean, like yeah, tight, fast like and focused, assertive. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I thought about poor Kageyaki You know,
0: however long their day is And all the warm-up that they do Prior to those matches And the mental psyching up they have to do And then literally to be taken down Boom, 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 boom With like under a second I just thought, oh, poor Kageyaki I don't even think he knew what was coming <laughs> And it was just over All right, well, Tochinoshin versus Endo I wrote, maybe tried hard But again, cannot beat Tochinoshin <laughs> Indo did a really good job of trying to brace against Tochinoshin's will. And he got this double outside grip and charged Tochinoshin backwards to the bales. But Tochinoshin braces at the edge like he always does. And I just want to know, how strong are his feet? I don't know. Like, if you were a massage therapist and you got your hands around Tochinoshin's feet, because he grips the Tuata all the time, Mm -hmm. like with his toes. All of these guys' feet must look like dancer feet. They must be just... So muscular and insane. Anyway, that was my side thought on that. Anyway, he
1: grips... You know that video? We've talked about this before, where it's the the massage therapist, the Japanese doctor is working on Tochinoshin's feet. He's got his fingers deep in Tochinoshin's, the sole of his feet, and Tochinoshin's just screaming in pain. He's like, oh, that hurts! Well, it kind of makes sense
0: because he uses, I mean, he uses his feet
1: to grip and and all and these guys. All these guys. Uh, they all have strong feet. They have feet. cat feet. Yeah. Cause, nuts. Because they're working on a slippery surface and they're always in bare feet. So, yeah, they must have fantastically strong arches. It's crazy. Unless and, their feet are filled with cellulitis. And then it's well, a whole different ballgame. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, yes, it would
0: be. Well, Endo had a very deep inside grip, but Endo could only put off the inevitable for so long as Tochinoshin charged back against Endo. He did try to do a throw at the edge, but you just can't with the bottom heavy Tochinoshin. So Tochinoshin came out with the win with the Yorikiri. Okay, I think we're going to eventually talk more and more and more as the days go on about Daeisho. But What gives you that idea? Because he's friggin' <laughs> dominating. And I love seeing it. I love yeah. this being, like, his amazing moment to shine. He just starts with a brutal Tachi-Ai Tsupari attack. I just wonder, though, what is the difference this time with Daesho? Like, Daisho has always done this thrusting attack. He's always had this beginning approach. It's always looked the same to me. What is different this time? Just... More strength? Did he do more reps? Like, what is in, you know, the power that he has? It's part angle because he is perfectly aligned every Mm -hmm. time he approaches this attack. But I just want to know what people think, our listeners think. What is this difference in focus that has launched Daisho this tournament?
1: There's something about his attack that is, uh, it's just perfectly. Placed this time Like his attacks have always been Full body, full throated You know, from his toes All the way through his arms But either he's been a little bit Too extended in the past And people have been able to slap him down Or he's whiffed A few more times, and now like, he's never whiffing. His attacks are so focused on the other person's neck and they're, chin. They're perfectly. And, they're, and he's angled. faster off the tachi, it yeah. seems like, than ever before. He's just got a lot going for him this time. His timing's really good, and his aim seems fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think
0: he just ate his Wheaties, too. I mean, he's looking good. All right. The last one of the day I'd like to talk about is um, show versus Takara Fuji. Takara Fuji, good old dad. Um, I love him. I love the guy. Yeah, me too. Because we always talk about this. He looks unsuspecting. He looks like somebody's dad. And yet every single time, like, he's schooling these incredible wrestlers left and right. And you never think that he's going to be the guy that does it. He does it. I wrote at the start of this, I can't watch this anymore. show starts strong. His usual manner, but the weirdest thing happened. Takakesho goes to slap. Takara Fuji grabs that right arm, pulls it straight out, almost like hyperextended, then jumps to the side of Takakesho with that weird straight arm out and grabs the back of his Mawashi. And then Takara Fuji just maneuvers Takakesho sideways. And then he obviously... At this point, Takakesho can't fight from the the side weird position. So Fuji has the grip, like a deep grip now, on the backside of Takakesho's belt and throws him to the ground. We'll talk about it later. He admits to being injured the day before Mm -hmm. by Hokuto Fuji that match. But um, I guess this is the beginning of him trying to work through that that injury, which he didn't really reveal until much later in the tournament after day 10. But uh, at this point writing my notes, I was just like, what's going on with this guy? What is going on with Takakesho?
1: Oh boy, if you couldn't watch it on day four, well, you had some <laughs> tough days ahead of you. I,
0: I just felt bad for him every night he was going home. or
1: I was just like, he must be in the doldrums. This must be just so crushing for him. With Takakesho at zero and four, let's go into day five. First of all, I just want to say I watched the highlights on day five. I don't always watch the highlights, but I did. And Murray Johnson's highlights. They're the best. He was on fire
0: on day five. I was thinking the same thing watching day 10. I thought, you know what? I mean,
1: I love all of them, but I love Murray's commentating. They're all fantastic for different reasons, but when Murray is on, he is so informative and so energetic and teaches me a lot about the different Kimarite that are on. And this was just one of those days where I was like, rock on, Murray. You get 10 out of 10 for (laughs) for this day, for day five. So thank you. Okay, first... After Hoshoryu tried a very half-assed looking kicking leg trip, Akiseyama <laughs> smothered him completely and got win number five. Yeah. On day five, who would have thought that a Migashira 16 would have a record of 5 and 0 oh at this point? Actually, probably anybody who's been paying attention to sumo because everybody in last place seems to do really well. Over <laughs> well, the last days. year they have. Yes. So on day five, I was fully on the Akiseyama train. Absolutely, 100%. And he is having officially the best Basho of his life in this upper division. Because remember last time he was here, he only won four times. That's So true. now he's beaten his record. Right. Okay, big smiles as he was walking back. So good for him. So now I'm going to skip to the last fights of the day. Oh, uh, <laughs> I know you there was want a to lot. talk about Oh No
0: Show versus. Tamawashi, not much much to say other than, like, I like that one because (laughs) Onosho got kind of stiffed-armed. Like, he ran into, like, a really weird limbo pole that he couldn't quite go under. Yeah. And then he got that Darth Vader, like, grip, you know, by Tamawashi in his sheer force. Anyway, that was just one that I was like, yeah,
1: go, Tamawashi. I'm going to skip to there's something unusual happening in Sanyaku. And this was the big story for me in day five. Daeisho versus Takayasu both roared and growled at each other. It was as They sumo. met with a beautiful Tachi, huge Tachi. And that pushing attack continued to really work for Daeisho on day five with his full body lean and those pushes coming from the ground all the way through his body. Um, ultimately. Daisha's exquisitely timed Pushing attack Completely overpowered Takeyasu Daesha went Five and O oh For his record Okay So he's Mygashiro one. Mm-hmm. He's just beat somebody In the Sanyaku Okay Terunofuji And Hokta Fuji Engaged in an arm flail fest <laughs> To me, I thought I looked like two hot teenagers trying to learn how to kiss in slow motion. Well, Taranofuji <laughs> pinned one of Hulk de Fuji's arms straight overhead, and Hulk de Fuji yeah. could just never figure out how to free it. Right. And though neither man had real purchase on the belt at all, Taranofuji pushed against Hoktafuji's chest and backed him over the bales with that one arm high in the air. <laughs> it was really awkward. It made me think of, this is really going to date me. 1970s, Mr. Cotter. Oh, 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 I got a question. Oh, oh, oh from oh. what? What was this Welcome back, Cotter. Yeah, but
0: what was that character's name? Um... He had a whine in his voice. Yeah, like, Mr. Cotter. Mr. Cotter. Oh. No, we just both missed ourselves. Mr. I have to say that is an old ass show, but it was in syndication for most of our childhood. So I yes. watched a lot of Gilligan's Island, which I clearly was not. That was from many years ago. A lot of that mixed in with like Saved by the Bell and like other weird things. So we did weirdly watch a lot of Mr. Craw- Mr.
1: Cotter around did. here. We did. Okay. So now for some good news. Some of John Travolta's best work, by the way. <laughs> Takakesho finally, on day five, got uh, his first win of the Basho against Kojishoho, uh, who was, also uh, was going into this fight with absolutely no wins at this point. So you knew someone was going to leave, at least having one win. And thank goodness it was Takakesho. And I think collectively, Everybody sighed. Oh, I did. I
0: was like, finally. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe this is the beginning of his rise out of the ashes. Maybe.
1: It was a strange looking fight with this really odd pause of action when both men met at the it was like they met and grabbed onto each other and held on for dear life, and nobody yeah. really got the upper hand. Eventually, Taka T-Rex stepped to the side and threw Kodoshoho down to the dirt. He didn't look like but he it was, was at wasn't, full strength. It just was not the winning Taka rex that we expected. Yeah, there was some yeah. oomph missing. Yeah, Toshinoshin Ocean fought Asanayama on day four and had just enough time to slap Asanayama in the face before he got pushed out completely. I think that slap left him very open for one big push, and he found himself basically in the audience. And Shodai won by pivoting and pushing well against Takara Fuji. But it was Shodai's floppy, flexible, reactive, goofy sumo, and I love it. I just want to say... You know, it takes a while. When you're first new to sumo, there's so much that's so new in the beginning. Yeah. There's so much to learn, right? And you sort of step towards it in phases. Yeah. And I feel like I'm finally at the stage now where I'm starting to learn and pick up some of the Kimarite and be able to recognize them over and over again. But the other thing I'm finally getting to is being able to identify all of their different styles of sumo. Mm -hmm. For example, Daisha's pushing and thrusting is very different from Tamawashi's pushing yeah. and thrusting. Um, Shodai's style of sumo is night and day different from Tokushoryu's or from Hakuhos. They're all so different. And I'm finally being able to pick up on those different styles. And it makes it way more exciting. And so if you're new to sumo, and sometimes you don't understand what we're saying when when we're like, oh, that's... Shodai style of sumo just stick with it because eventually you'll start to see it you'll go oh my god he is so floppy and goofy and reactive. but you but you see with Shodai specifically why
0: he's been looking good to me is his versatility that's what I'm noticing is like oh okay he's gonna do a belt attack okay no he's gonna jump in and do a a pushing dusting attack. He's he's becoming more and more versatile. You still see um, hesitance to me watching him more and more but you do see a fierceness there that's getting more and more defined with each day that he fights.
1: Well, I don't see it as a hesitance anymore. I see it as Incredible, like it's a different kind of reactive. Well, this flexibility. match, I did. I thought he, he didn't seem
0: ready at the beginning of this match.
1: Well, there. Well, the, but he pulled it out somehow. My point is that he does. He doesn't seem to have a super aggressive style, like mm. Hakaho style of sumo. Right, what right. he's so good at is is if you imagine like a a fishing float. You know those red and white fishing floats that float on the top a of bob. the water. Yeah, a bob. He is a proficient bobber so other people (laughs) will attack him and he's so reactive reactive. and he balances perfectly and uses other people's aggression against them and he's so fast about it and it's so unlike anybody else in the sanyaku right now that's what makes his style so different and so interesting to me and it started to really come to the fore in day five of this basha yeah
0: he's very perceptive and knowing when his opponent is vulnerable. And that's when he decides to go on the attack. You know, because I think he's not necessarily always on the offense. Mm-hmm. I think he is more on the defense until he finds that little moment. And then he manages to get them off center and then attacks quickly. So day six. Day six. Let's talk again about Akiseyama versus Teretsuyoshi. Now, Teretsuyoshi had a really strong front Mawashi grip. On Akiseyama, and he moved well on Akiseyama to the ring edge, but somehow, somehow Akiseyama did this little side step and twist so that he managed to stay in, and Tededziochi went out first, twisting down, hitting hard, and uh, then uh, like kind of behind Akiseyama, and then of course Kisya- Akiseyama just pounded him like a pancake. And then um, it looked like it really hurt Teretsuyoshi. Like he could have broken a rib if, you know, could you imagine being pounded hard by akiseyama coming down on you full force? It would hurt. You could tell Teretsuyoshi really, really thought he had won that bout. And just at that very end of that split second at the edge, Akisiyama showed like his magic by not stepping out. Mm-hmm. But it was fun to see Tere She's so proud of himself for getting there and then so surprised that he just got pancaked and then also realized that he was the first one to hit the dirt. Yep. That was kind of like fun to watch. And so Akisiyama went to 6-0. and oh. Kiribayama versus Kagiyaki. This is a good touchy by Kiribayama, who's looking, to me, pretty good. Beautiful centering of Kagiyaki to keep... Kiribayama in his sight completely square on and he advances with another Tsupati attack and pushes Kiribayama back but but Kiribayama does a quick step to the right after a steady rhythmic advance and now Kagayaki's rhythm is kind of off because he was the one pushing and thrusting and then just he's just a little bit too far forward leaning so he goes kerplunk to the ground with a little extra slap down from behind from Kiribayama but it was interesting what I'm noticing is that Watching these pushing and thrusting thrusting attacks, it's not necessarily just the pushing and thrusting that's so hard or so fierce. It's the rhythm of which they do that. Mm-hmm. And then how they break the, the other guy, how they break that rhythm. Hoktafuji Fuji versus Kota Shoho. This is a nice bout. You saw the mm-hmm. strength and agility of the young Kota Shoho to the more experienced Hokta Fuji. Kota Shouho advanced after the Tachi both stayed low, both tried to get a grip but they just kind of couldn't. Eventually Hokuto got the left hand outside grip but Kota Shouho kept him from the other side Hokuto then advances forward and they dance themselves to the edge of the ring as Hokuto pushes him out they both hit the dirt but Kota Shouho, with his elbow first hits the dirt it was really really nice sumo from both men. I just appreciated this match both of their efforts um, even though one guy's gotta lose they both made it really entertaining for us.
1: This was a doubly exciting match because there was a reversal here. The yeah. judges right. uh, pointed the goombite in the incorrect right. direction yeah. first. Yeah. So it was but a it reversal. Was the, uh,
0: it was the elbow that hit the dirt. Yep. Uh, Tedana Fuji versus Daesho. Again, Daesha with a stiff notowy attack. He's gonna break a neck one day, I'm pretty sure. But Tedana Fuji, he really can't fight back, which is kind of like blows my mind that he really just he gets tripped up and he's just stuck retreating backwards and turns slightly. But Daesho is on him again with the stiff arm attack and pushes him out with Daesho pushing on his upper chest. He kept this long-armed and long-reaching Terunofuji any access. He denied him any access from his belt. So I thought it looked like incredible sumo from Daesho. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a pretty easy win from Daesho against Terenofuji. Mm-hmm. That just brought to light. Uh, Daisho is looking good. All right. I could talk about Shodai versus Tochinoshin, which I think I will. I wrote Shodai. Yes. He is now getting so good that you see him react so differently, depending on who he is fighting. Shodai adapts well and he knows Tochinoshin has one very big tool and he uses it often and that's the belt grip and his brute strength and lifting his opponents up and out. Shodai gets a quick, good tachi,ai a double deep, both-armed inside grip and pulls up, and Tochi Notion is now up way too high. Tochi Notion tries the forearm bar hit that he likes to do, you know, up to someone's face. He yep. lays like, ugh. Shodai then swings him around and advances him to the ring edge. Tochi is toast at this point, and Shodai is very proud of himself. An Oshidashi win for Shodai, but good sumo from Shodai. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, alright, he's five and one, he's in it, he's yep. in the mix. Okay, and then... Takage versus Ono Show. This is a big Tachi-ai Onosho's having a good tournament By yeah, the way he He's 4-2 at this after this match Onosho advances quickly With a 2-3 thrust Or push at Takakesho Takakesho has zero answer to this Literally has no answer What is going on with Takakesho Basically Onosho wins the Tachi-ai Push-push advances And he's out
1: <laughs> And he did that little Yes yeah. nod We got to see
0: the <laughs> Onosho oh, Being like the Oh yes show
1: I'm on fire <laughs> Yeah. Uh,
0: I could talk about this Asanoyama loss to Takara Fuji. Uh, all I can really say is just a weird one. It was just it was like a slight weird, like not a up, but just off center. And Asanoyama like advances, throws grasping. He can't get his, I don't know. He's just off. He ends up just off.
1: Well, what you're pointing to <laughs> is many of the Ozeki's have appeared off. Like, all the way through the beginning of this Basho, there's been way more Ozeki's losing than we would have ever expected. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a, yet another example. We saw Takakeisho and Asanayama lose on day six. I mean, Takara Fuji's an incredible wrestler. Yeah, so nothing against him. Nothing
0: against him. It's just I expected Asanayama to just not be so weird. It just was, he just looked unfocused Yeah, and wasn't reacting well. Yeah. And it showed because he lost by Uwatanage.
1: So the best part at the end of day six was there was a Maegashira one and a Maegashira 16 <laughs> tied for first place, Daesho and Akisayama. And for those of us on the Akisayama train, we were very excited. Very excited. Okay, day seven, Midori Fuji was still practicing that Catawskachie, and I love it because I can see it now. I can see that Catawskachie, and I can see <laughs> it. You say it kind of like a southern note. The Catawskachie. It's fun to say. Katakashi. Once you recognize something, and you're like, "Oh, I know what that is," it's then Catawskachie. You have to make it your own. Doesn't it sound like a drink to me. Kataskachi. I'll have one
0: kataskachi, kataskachi. Kataskachi. With a side of lemon, please?
1: Well, you know, last week I was like, it's the tatasukachi. It was not. You were convinced it started with a T. I, di- I really was. And I was so like, it's not a T. It, it took until day seven <laughs> to really sink in. And he got that kataskachi. It's katasukashi. But hey, we're close. Katasukachi! Katasukachi! <laughs> Midori Fuji used that wonderful technique against kotonawaka. No And he walked away with a win. Akiseyama, on day seven, Mm. lost his first bout against Ichinojo. But honestly... I'm holding on to the idea that it was just a stumble. It wasn't really a loss. I like to see these two big bodies up against each other. That was funny. Yes. Akiseyama just sort of tumbled forward when he got a little off balance, but he still had a big old smile on his face. Yeah. He's just happy to be here. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) I still love Akiseyama. Okay. Daesho met. Takanosho Mm. on day seven. I love me some Takanosho. There was a huge double-handed push in the center of the ring that blew Takanosho upright. (laughs) And basically, he could do very little from that upright position. he got blasted. Daesho got his seventh win prediction. I think Daesho is going to be back up in Sanyaku yeah, next soon. tournament. Well, he's clearly
0: that's, proving he deserves to be there. Yes,
1: absolutely. He Looks like a is, bomb went off with he, this one. Daesho is just firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. He's hot. He's spicy. Every time I watch him now, not only do I love the little, the the curled squat that he does at the beginning of the Tachi eye that's like a spring about to pounce, but I, I cannot not think of the game Angry Birds. Every time I watch this guy do sumo. <laughs> it's I think it's the Confession. eyebrows. It's I his have... face. It's a face he makes oh. when he does the pushing. It's such an angry looking face. It looks like an angry bird. And yes, oh. and it's those eyebrows. You know how you have an Ikioi eyebrow thing? Yeah. I guess that I have a daisho Angry bird's eyebrow thing. Yeah, he
0: does look very fierce. Like, yes. he has a good, mean face. If I was yeah. on the other side of it, I
1: would be, like, really grapping my pants. I love it. Okay, so Daisho 7-0 and oh, at the end of that. That is pretty good sumo. <gasps> I know. Teruna Fuji met Mitakeyumi on day 7. Mm-hmm. Terno Fuji got both hands on Mitakeumi's belt, took a breath, took his time. And then squeezed him <laughs> with his arms for all that he was worth and picked up all 400 plus pounds of Mitake Yumi and deposited him outside the ring. It was that beautiful kimarite that we both love, the kimidashi, the arm squeeze. So Mitake Yumi had to move or else his arms were going to break. <laughs> I think my heart fluttered a little bit at the end. Of that I know. Mount. He
0: got a real heave ho from Teta but it was fun to watch. It really
1: was. To close out day seven, all three Ozeki's won. I'll highlight one of them. It was Taka Keisho who met Tochinoshin. Basically, Taka Keisho gave one huge push and Tochinoshin went flying backwards off the doyo completely. Taka T-Rex ended up on his belly for the exertion of the thing. Mm-hmm. It was like he came out. And was like, I'm tired of losing. I'm going to give one huge push and here it is. And we were all kind of like, thank you. We needed that's, to see that guy. That's who we've been waiting to see. So at the end of day seven, first place, Daisho, all alone. Second place, Shodai and Akiseyama with one loss each. All right, everybody. Day eight.
0: I want to talk about Daisho versus Kageyaki. Okay, this is asterisk. I put some asterisks after this okay. because everything about this bout made me think that Kagayaki had it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Until the last split second, Kagayaki met Daisho's epic tachi with equal gusto. And there was, of course, a little series of thrusts, slaps. Kagayaki is on the offense and advances hard and fast on Daisho and pushes him to the Tawada gripping the bales with his toes Daesho does an amazing totari which is an arm bar throw somehow he twists at the same time while grabbing Kageyaki's arm the same arm that is trying to push Daeisho over the bales and with Kageyaki's forearm throws him out of the ring sort of depositing Kageyaki behind him all the while staying poised like a cat gripping the Tawara with his weight like his toes he's like kind of like it's a balance beam he's Mm -hmm. kind of edging across it and I was just like, wow. Beautiful. He ate his Wheaties today and his ginkgo Biloba because I think he had to think so quick in that hot second as he was about to be pushed out by Kagiaki to stay in and to balance on the top of the Tawada before Kagiaki hit the dirt.
1: Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful all around. And that took Daesho to eight and zero. Yeah.
0: Takakesho versus Tamawashi. This is hard to keep writing about, is what I wrote. Tamawashi meets Satachiai from Takakesho very well. A couple of big slaps gets Takakesho sort of pushed sideways, and he can't really recenter himself easily. And Tamawashi takes advantage of that, and he pushes with that same momentum more and more to get him even more off-center. And now Takakesho is full-on sideways. So Takakesho can't fight back from this position. He kind of resigns in this moment and is just kind of run out and tamawashi just had big thrusts and takakesho didn't meet him with the same strength it's just weird
1: you know my favorite part of that fight
0: was that tamawashi won. no what
1: was how the crowd reacted when takakesho almost pummeled the guy in the audience. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there was that moment... And he got pushed backwards, like yeah. in a backwards
0: little Yeah, but roll. the entire audience was like... <laughs> but I think Takakeisho also like, gave him an arm, was like, you okay, man? He and did. And he was like,
1: I'm, I'm okay. There's, there's great photos of him. Like, he stopped himself before he actually hit this poor guy. And it's great because, oh my God, I took so many pictures of that moment and then Photoshopped my head onto the guy's body to make it look like I got a hug from Takakeisho. <laughs> I lost... A complete hour doing that to that image yesterday as well as the Tochinoshin one where the next fight when Tochinoshin went off the doyo and ended up spooning the Gyoji. I did the same thing. I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm going to put my face on the Gyoji so it looks like Tochinoshin spooning me. Now I can kind of understand
0: understand why now people want to sit in the sand seat. Yeah. Is that I actually now think I'm like, you know what, if I got injured, I think it would be okay because I went out in a good way by being pummeled by a 400-pound man and that man happens to be Takakesho. Yeah. If it was Takayasu, if it was Tamawashi, if it was any of them, I think I would be pleased as punch
1: to just get pummeled to the ground (laughs) by a very large sumo wrestler. I mean, that man got a full face worth of Takakesho belly and yeah. he was probably like that and was have, so fun
0: <laughs> he'll have that memory for the rest of his life yes, he
1: will. can we talk
0: about Mitake and we versus Shodai though yeah this was a big upset, everyone. Now, this match was really interesting because they are very well matched, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I love to see these guys come up against each other. They had an equal tachi. tachyai. Shodai doesn't really budge. And just when one of them kind of looked like they had the other stumbled up, they, they would kind of just end up fighting back and the other wouldn't, would then stumble. And it was just kind of all over the place. But they both stayed on their feet really well, considering, you know, being tugged off of their center so much they dance around and Shodai runs out of space and kind of gets danced right on out of the ring by Mitake Yumi pushing him with the belt out it was a Yorikiri win uh it was fun to watch two skilled sumo wrestlers do well at trying to get the other one just off off center off balance down to the ground and then watch the other one beautifully fight against that and stay on their feet and stay low a lot of attempts a lot of failed you know, throws or slaps or punches, pull downs. It was fun to watch these two well-matched guys duke it out.
1: It was fun. And it's also worth mentioning that uh Mitake Yumi has not, up to this point, day eight, has not had the best basho. No, he's I only mean, one. This is his third, third win, win. Yeah, But three what's interesting
0: is he's only beat Ozeki's. I know. What does that say about his mental game? It's so interesting. It's like he's got to prove it to these people. He's so like dead focused on them and then maybe gets unfocused when he thinks he can beat some of these other guys i don't that are know. Ranked lower behind but lower than him I don't yeah
1: mitakiyomi just sort of continues to be hot and cold like when he is on he is so on and then when he's not people are we are always surprised like where's the guy that beat shodai i don't get it
0: and then there's also this fact that just some people have your number yeah and he has been wrestling opposite Shodai for a long time. So he might just know. He just might have his number.
1: Well, their bodies might be well matched. Yeah. There's something to be said for some bodies are probably easier for you to beat than others. Right. Brings
0: us to day nine.
1: OK, I do want to say on day eight. Oh, yeah. Asanayama was the only Ozeki to win on day eight.
0: Yeah, with with Endo. I mean, he
1: wins kind of with the Eye in this one. It looked easy to me. So at the end of day eight, Daesho, who has been on a steady rise, is now eight and zero. Two steps, two wins ahead of the guys in second place. And there's four guys tied for second place at this point. Shodai, Meisei, Kiribayama, and Akiseyama. And notice who is on this list, because I'm going to talk about them on day nine. Mm-hmm. Day nine, for me, looking back, was a very big day of change. Yeah. When you think of Daisho being two ahead. Our first Kachikoshi. Yep, our first Kachikoshi. And the only people that are close to him are two wins behind. Akiseyama, who was in second place, slipped and fell again on day nine, mm-hmm. this time against Aoyama. Kiribayama who was also tied for second place, tried with all his might, but he oh he just could not wiggle out of Ichinojo's no. huge bear hug once Ichinojo <laughs> no. caught him. So he went off, fell out of second place. Mayse fell forward and into the dirt in his bout against Tochenoshin. So all three of those guys who were in second place slipped away from it by losing on day nine. Koto Shoho extended his record of losses to nine and zero. I mean, I feel so bad for the kid. I feel bad for him, except... That he lost to Onosho, the guy who knows exactly how he must feel. Because yeah. what was that, two bo- bo shows ago when Onosho was yeah. like t- 12 losses in yeah. a row or 13 before he finally got his first <laughs> yeah. win? And here's Onosho doing very well in this yeah. bo show So I know Kota Shoho will get He'll past back. it. He'll be back. Yeah. He just, he got promoted to a point where he's like, oh, wow. Everything is so different fighting yeah. these guys. Yeah.
0: it has to do, too, with your confidence. What does that feel like
1: to start out a basho and just get pummeled day after day? You must be so defeated in week two. I think it's that. But the guys in Sanyaku are the best of well, the best. Yeah. They're the biggest <laughs> and the best of the best. They know? have the experience. Yeah. Okay. Takara Fuji versus Daesho. Dad does it again. Daesho started with that amazing pushing attack. And Takara Fuji... Stayed calm and stable, like all good dads do. Bending his knees to maintain his balance, he shifted around to the side. Daesho circled with him and kept pushing, but he was slightly off balance. Mm-hmm. Takara Fuji picked the perfect time and just pulled on Daesho's arm. Daesho lost his balance and fell forward, earning his first loss of the tournament. Yeah. So he went to one and eight now, okay? But it's looking like everybody on the leaderboard is losing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Teron Fuji versus Ryudin, And I have to say, at this point in the Basho, every time I watch Teron Fuji fight, my blood pressure rises. <laughs> because, like, literally, my he heart starts you, going. That... Because I know he's going for the Ozeki run. Right. And I know I at that. this you point, at this point, he has to win every one of his bouts to the end of the tournament if he wants to get his 33 wins right he can't lose anymore Uh, so every time he comes up i'm like oh please don't (laughs) lose please and he knows he has to win so he is on full brood factor here he's pumping his eyebrows he's flaring his nostrils he looks terrifying Fuji stayed low at the tachi eye, got Ryuden's belt. They jostled a bit back and forth. And then Taranofuji reached deep inside, like so deep inside that he crossed, like went all the way across Ryuden's back. The to T-bar. the opposite side. Yeah, the to the opposite side of the T-bar <laughs> and got his belt and finally ushered Ryuden out. It was a beautiful win, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to last until the end of this basho now knowing that he has to I know. win. I know. Okay. Shodai versus Tamawashi. Shodai circled Tamawashi, and the circling must have just completely disoriented the Iron Man. <laughs> Maybe the Iron Man can't fight in a circle, but Shodai <laughs> won with just
0: a couple pushes. Yeah. Woo! He showed his dominance.
1: Yes. Endo met Takakesho head-on with huge pushes. The hands were flying, and Rex looked strong, if a little slow. Taka Keisho went in for one last push to finish Endo off, and at just that moment Endo mm-hmm. stepped to the side, leaving Taka Keisho to fall flat, which meant that Taka Keisho went to a 7-2 record here. Oh, it was it's just, he been just definitely, to watch. yeah, he's not looking strong. Uh, at this point, I was starting to think, God, did Hakaho injure the man in joint training? I don't know. Like, did he completely smash his confidence? Well, I mean, I think showing up to this tournament,
0: something was off. Now, whatever happened after Hook to Fuji on day three exacerbated that, but. Some power in in his game is just gone. And I, I do think it's mental because I think partly he thought, I can overcome this. But um, as fierce as he was last tournament versus what we're watching now, it seems like two different wrestlers. It's very, very off.
1: I have to give a nod here, though, to Endo. Because Endo did what Endo does so well. He is so watchful mm-hmm. when he does sumo and he's so well balanced most of the time mm-hmm. um and he just did that so well and just stepped right out of the way when he needed to yeah so kudos to endo asanoyama beat takayasu in a very strong match both men, that was fun both men got a hold of the belt straight away But Takayasu wiggled his hips to remove Asanayama's grip. Asanayama stayed with him, moving wherever Takayasu went, and ushered him out with lots of belly bounces and the kind of classic belt sumo that I just absolutely Mm -hmm. adore. As much as I really love watching Daisho's aggressive charges, I really, really love watching belt sumo. So at the end of Day 9, Daesho... Has a one-match lead again. He's uh, 8-1, and Shodai is right behind him with two losses. And then there's 10 men that are in a pack at third place. So lots of guys jostling around third place. That takes us right into day 10. That's right. I got to see Hoshoryu
0: do his ho- like his best Hoshoryu stuff with uh, Kota Nohaka. Hoshoryu has his left, outside, right, inside grip. Kota has a left inside, right outside. And they sort of dance around trying to figure out what is next when Hoshoryu does a very nice outside leg trip and it works beautifully. Kotonawaka falls backwards and down to the dirt. Hoshoryu wrapped his calf around Kotonawaka's calf and tripped him. Yeah, it was beautiful. The Mongolians do these leg trips so beautifully. And I think that that's the one thing that Hoshoryu just really has over everybody else is his (laughs) ability to to, in his confidence with using these leg trips all the time. He's great yeah. at it.
1: They don't always work. They don't always work, but he,
0: he keeps going at it. He's like, Is this my opportunity for a leg trick? Nobody else tries it as much as he does. Yeah. And he fails at it, but it works sometimes, and it worked with Kota Noaka. Hokta Fuji versus Dae as usual with these two, you would expect a big Tachi Eye, and that's what you got. Daisho advances and almost pushes Hoktafuji out, but he actually stays in. But now Daisho is chasing him around the ring, and Hoktafuji just kind of chassees around the ring without enough space to kind of square off and defend himself from another Daisho thrust, who is now following him closely while still thrusting. In the end, Daisho wins with a full frontal thrust out. Prime time Show still crushing it in day 10. Takayasu versus Tochinoshin. At the Tachi, Takeyasu stays super low and he does this one-shoulder power lift up of Tochinoshin's like uh, like sh- like arm and he sort of immobilizes Tochinoshin and sends him backwards and sideways before Tochinoshin can square off again. Takeyasu sees this, continues to drive at Tochinoshin, who is now sideways with a full frontal push out and finishes him off. It was Lovely to see, but it was really nice to see Takeyasu use this move against Tochinoshin that really had him immobilized. Tetenefuji versus Takenosho. Takenosho has a big advance off of the Tachi with an and he gets the inside grip of Tetenafuji, but he's stopped completely by the wall of strength that is Tetenefuji and, and cannot finish him off. Takenosho is sort of lifted up. Too high now. And Nafuji has Takenosho's right arm outside, like kind of wrapped up and inside. He's got an inside left. And he moves him backwards and out. A little sloppy, but it actually worked. It was a win for Nafuji until until a Manui was called and it was actually reversed, sending Lari's blood pressure over the roof. I, because I, yeah. the slow mo replay I was oh. really, actually amazed because Tenno steps out first, but Takanosha's foot tiptoes on the Tawada like magic. I could not believe the replay it's, it's and his healed. ability to tiptoe the Tawada and wait, just wait <sighs> for Tenno to step out with his mom- with his momentum moving out of
1: the He's, ring behind him. He it. actually. Takanosho spun on the Tawada and his heel was like an inch, a half an inch above the dirt without touching it. I don't it know how he did it. As he spun around and sort of waited for Darren Fuji to hit the dirt it was first. Like, it was so close. It was like Nadia Komenich on the beam. Oh my God. I Simone Biles on I, the beam. I was, it was seriously like, I can hear my heartbeats in my ear. Like this is going to like age me as I watch this. Because what it meant is that it's, now he does yeah. not have his 33 wins. I know. So now... Even if he finishes them all, sometimes they will give somebody Ozeki status with thirty-two wins. Right? They did that with Asanayama, I believe. But it kind of they have to have a good boss show. Uh, Well, and he still could. He could, but the record doesn't look great. It just, uh, yeah, a little part of my soul died. I know, right there. I know.
0: Let's talk. So close. It was. It was. It was was painful to see. But it was fun that we got that slow-mo to just be able to see Takanosho's magic.
1: Yeah. Can we go back to a funny one, though, that you skipped over? Oh, sure, before I go on, because I was going to talk about Endo and Shodai. Yes, and I absolutely want you to end on that note. Yeah, yeah. But I just have to give, like, a big, huge kudos to the Ichinojo versus Midori Fuji fight, Mm. because this fight was almost three minutes long. Oh, yeah. Two, it was so long. Two minutes
0: and 42 seconds.
1: Yes. And <laughs> just about the entire time of that, Midori Fuji's Face was buried in Ichinojo's belly and chest like between his boobs because it was big man versus little man teeny teeny <laughs> man versus a giant it looked like he was trying to fell a giant by just smashing himself into Ichinojo's chest <laughs> for three minutes I was
0: like he just oh he God. tries to like switch up his grips and like he tries everything but
1: Ichi Nojo just wore him out. Oh, my God. Uh, and all Ichi Nojo had Wouldn't to do... Wouldn't you be worn out? All he had to do was just stand there and let this guy push for all of his life or all of his effort into his chest. And Ichi Nojo was like, I'm just standing here. I don't have to do... All I have to do is keep this guy, this kid from grabbing my belt. So I'm just going to push out with this arm. And then this kid is going to exhaust himself, which is exactly what happened. After two minutes of... Could you imagine... Two
0: minutes and forty-two seconds of trying to push a four hundred and whatever pound man. He with is. your
1: nose, like his yeah. entire face was pushing as hard as he could into his chest, so he was not getting a full breath in. I just wonder oh. how much, like,
0: what all that flesh feels. Like I know. On your
1: face. He could, he could. I yeah, like a three-minute zerbert pushing is- <laughs> as hard as you can. I wonder if zerbert sounds ever happen. I'm sure they do. Like a
0: like a raspberry.
1: You know of sound. they do. Yeah. <laughs> You know farts and zerberts and all of that are actually happening. We just can't We hear have them.
0: not heard one fart in this tournament. I think tournament. I might have heard one, actually. No. Really? I do. Because you know it happens, Beca- but the mics yeah. aren't picking up farts. They're picking well, up, like, the ch- Like, who does the ch- Is it uh, Tochin- No, um, it's Takayasu- does a lot of the... He's, yeah, he's got a lot of growling. Yeah. And, oh, Hokta Fuji does. It picks up all of that, but I don't hear yeah. any...
1: Pah. Well, usually
0: usually it happens when the two
1: bodies collide, oh, I would think. Touch. Maybe that's so, why they grunt to cover it up. Aargh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I did think I caught that's one today. like
0: a... A blooper reel I'd really like to hear (laughs) is the sumo fart reel. The
1: sumo fart reel, the sumo wrestlers and shaky weights. And I would really like (laughs) sumo wrestlers teaching a stretching class. That's what I would like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That would be really hard. I'm not (laughs) that flexible. I would love it. Okay. Let's talk about Indo versus Shodai. Now, of course, I'll just say this. Shodai wins. But this was such... (laughs) (laughs) This <laughs> was so such a fun match. I mean, Indo really, really made Shodai work for it, and I'd say Shodai almost lost three times in this bout. But somehow, like a cat, he stayed on his feet, and so did Indo. Though, they had a very sharp touchy eye. Indo grabs an arm of Shodai and tries to hand pull him down. Shodai stays up though. I'm um, like, like I don't know how he did it. He stayed on his feet. Indo gets the inside grip. Shodai doesn't like that. And so he then he, he then is changing his grip. So he switches his grip. It was all kinds of these grips and switches to try to get the advantage. Indo seizes this kind of vulnerable moment, though, when Shodai is making a hand switch and he swings Shodai around. Shodai still stays on his feet, though. And then He takes his left hand inside and pivots on one foot in the opposite direction to throw Indo down. Indo hops but stays up at this point and advances back on Shodai over to the other side of his body. But in a nutshell, it was like two people trying to get the grip, couldn't get the grip, trying some other slap-down pull-downs thrust in the middle to rattle each other. They both did it equally well. And then some sort of, like... Cra- i don't know how Shodai i did it but reverse the momentum of another full body coming at him full force reverse that momentum and threw him down in the other opposite way of all that momentum and force
1: yeah it's hard to explain but it's beautiful to watch yeah it was fast it was kind of all over the place it was kind of a running rambling um match this way and yeah, that it was fast yeah, a lot of fast
0: moving movements. A lot, and lot of
1: very v- reactive, super fast, wonderful sumo.
0: Yeah, but it was it was nice to see. I, I do always like to cheer for Endo, and he's five and five at this point. It's not the worst ever, right. but um, I'm also still cheering for Shodai. I, I I want Shodai to look great. I want him to have a great tournament, whether he wins or not. I always want him to be in the race. And this is the day that Takakage Show officially dropped out. He uh, has a left ankle ligament injury, which will need three weeks to rest, apparently. He injured it, I said earlier, with Hoktafuji Fuji on day three. And he said, uh, this is roundabout, this is from a translation from Nikon Sports, it said it t- he, he tried until yesterday, but it was just kind of totally, it was just completely burned out, his, his injury. And he said that um, he just couldn't do any more sumo, so he, he asked to basically take a rest.
1: So at the end of day 10, we've got uh, Kota Shouho with a record of 0 and 10. Oh. <laughs> we have Poor to flip to pumpkin. the other side. Um, uh, three guys tied for third place with a record of 7 and 3. Asano Yama, Meisei, and Ichinojo. We've got Shodai in second place with a record of 8 and 2. And Daesho out in the lead with 9 and 1. We have five more days of sumo, so a lot could change. In that time, but we're pretty much looking at those five guys at the top right now. That's S- right. Yeah. We do have one joke to share with you. Yes.
0: Okay, here's a joke from Malcolm Morrison. Thank you for the joke. Here we go. Do you know about the Jedi who trains like a sumo wrestler? No. Their name is Obi Chunkonabe.
1: <laughs> I like that one.
0: I really like that one. So, if you- uh, or, or it should be really Obi chunkanobi wasn't it obi-wan kenobi yep so we obi, obi chunkanobi kenobi.
1: whatever the case it plays on our texan japanese that's right <laughs> that's what it does so come back next week we will have a Basha winner we'll have a bingo winner let's hope or we're gonna have to have a makikoshi card yep and uh, lots more about sumo. So that's our style of sumo here at Sumo Kaboom. Until next time, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. Thanks for listening. Sayonara.
0: See y'all later. With obi chonko nobe. <laughs> uh,
1: nabe. Oh my. Uh, let me go get it. Let me try it again. Okay. Like, do it word for joke, word. Joke part two. Okay.